All right, I've started the audio now. Uh, <laughs> uh, all the words we were saying before the audio recording started. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, the Did, words. Is the Discord still streaming? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is for me. Oh, where the? Oh, there it is. Okay, I just couldn't find the the tab. Oh, for a second, a couple tabs, didn't you? <laughs> you know, I, I, I have to say, uh, Danko, your your audio is much better now that you put those uh, absorbing foam things up. Yeah, I had like two of them up for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> that was inadequate. <laughs> well, I just uh, I I didn't really have the right little sticky pads for it uh and the ones i had just kept fucking coming apart and mm. i don't think these are ideal either but uh they'll do for now yeah yeah well cool man thanks pal i'm pretty excited about it you know what's funny is that uh now that we have our cool visual gag I, uh, which, which the listener is unaware of. Yeah, exactly. Which is why I didn't describe it because they don't deserve it. Just kidding. The listener is the one I love. Uh, but um, yeah, now that we have this cool visual gag where we're cute ass aminals, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I mean, it's just funny that this happened now because I had finally set it up so I have like nice lighting in here and stuff. Oh. Like it looks pretty. Mm. Uh, instead I, of just washed out I, shit like at some point the novelty will wear off and we'll transition back into uh, humans yeah but then I won't be able to just like goon my whole way through this I mean do you do something else I mean I'm, I'm we might be thinking of different kinds of gooning oh oh, oh no mm-hmm. you got your snuffleupagus out huh yeah, sir. Showing oh, some God, I wish the listener could see this. Doing doing <laughs> some tubing. That, that fox looks so devious. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that fox's own face is really unfortunate. <laughs> oh, cool. Terrifying. Yeah. Like, got everything set up. <laughs> A little bit terrifying. Um, once we do the intro and everything, uh, did, did you want to talk about the Northman um, at all? Yeah, we could. We could. I, I have another video that I'd like to talk about as well. What do you, what do you want to talk about? I watched I watch a, a, a Batman movie called Morbius. Oh, oh man, I <laughs> wish I watched that with you. That would have been fun. Yeah. Uh, if it was a good movie, I'd offer to watch it again, but it wasn't. <laughs> Deeps never invites me to do things anymore, like watch Morbius. <laughs> I mean, I could tell you every time I'm watching another movie, but I don't know. It would get pretty... Uh... I watch a lot of movies when I'm like doing yeah. stuff at night. Same, same. I got you. Have you watched the uh, Ozark? <laughs> Yes, I did. It was uh, pretty acceptable. Yeah, that's exactly the word that I would use for the ending. It was uh, acceptable. Sucks, because uh, pretty good show. Pretty good show. Yeah, not bad. 
Like, uh, I'd give it a 6.9. See, I was actually going to say a 7, but I guess... Uh, yeah, I was anywhere between like a 6.9 and a 7.2 works for me. <laughs> I think higher than that. It's a little much. Like you imagine, it's, could you imagine giving that rating score to someone that now has to figure out how to divide the stars that way? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh God, what um, is that in Star Fractions? repeating stars out of five. <laughs> uh oh shit, it's time. Oh uh, what? Oh fuck. Let's wait, wait, time for what? Time to start this shit. What? It's starting. Oh, man. Hello and welcome to the Benzo Rehab Dungeon. It is the 20th of May 2022. This is episode 92. I am your uh, adorable hoppy host, Michael Deebs. I am joined, as always, by the foxy Danko Suvin from the Instagram handle at DankTheLuz. And uh, we are also joined by the incredibly normal, boring human john from the instagram handle at does nothing and uh we don't even shout out his instagram anymore um gentlemen uh let's start with uh boring is first john how are you doing today uh i mean i feel like uh my grip on reality is slipping like i've i've woken up into like a guitar a cartoon world um, well, you did take a shit ton of shrooms before we started. I, you know, I don't remember doing that at all. Oh, hey, Mike, yeah. your audio fucking sucks. No, I, I turned it up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, everyone. Um, oh, good. Anyways, Excellent. um, my audio's still cutting out. Everybody's like jumping all over this. Well, you know. Uh, anyways, you might not remember taking the shrooms because uh, I put them in your drink. No one does. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> well, uh, uh, what's a little? Uh, what's a little uh, uh, dosing between friends? I, I think the legal term is poisoning. Uh, yeah, I was trying to find a way to say uh, you you uh, may not have consented to what you imbibed, but. There's no real nice way to say that. So, yeah, no, there's the, the there's not there's no there's no uh, nice way to say I roofied you with uh, magic mushrooms. Yeah, you could yeah. sing it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I put a gram 
of mushrooms in your drink. <laughs> Beautiful. See, we um this episode is the first musical episode, which is why yeah. we are uh fantasy animals. Right. This is uh, yes. We're finally being paid by Disney. <laughs> <laughs> um let's move on. Uh Danko uh the Foxy Danko, sorry. How are you uh-huh. doing? I'm uh, in hell, as you might be able to see. I do. I do see um, that. Yes. Yes. Uh, and it's uh, it's a funny story about uh, what brought me here. Uh, you see, I was uh, uh, I was the co-host of a uh, a podcast, as we used to say, uh, on Earth, and uh, well, I cyberbullied a bunch of people. Uh, on the political right of me, uh, which is everyone. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm in hell where I belong, getting what I deserve. You're you're in hell because communist Jesus did not approve of how often you infought with the other leftists. Well, um, the complicated thing about Jesus is that he's actually a Nazbol. Yeah, well, I've yeah. discovered by commie Jesus. Um, I, of course, meant tanky Jesus. Yeah, red brown alliance Jesus uh, has some feelings about Hitler. <laughs> who um, I'm not going to get into it, but I will just say uh, conspicuously missing. Red brown alliance Jesus with blonde hair and blue eyes. Yep. A lot of color yep. descriptors in there. Well, cool. A lot of color. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, I've been looking for him. If uh, if I find Hitler in hell, I'll let you know. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, cool. Well, I guess that's how you're doing. You're in hell. Uh, Gandhi's down here, though. Yeah, I mean, it's because makes, of all makes, the spousal um... abuse, right? <laughs> that is actually a fact. Uh, Churchill, uh, I'm surprised to say, is not. At the... I mean, is there a worse place than hell? Um, based on what I'm saying here, uh, wherever Nazbol Jesus is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, cool. Uh, nobody asked. I'm doing fine. Thanks. Let's go. Uh, let's go on to yeah. our first. Uh, uh, let's subject. let's focus on you. I'm burning in hell. Let's focus on you. Dear. Yeah. Well, I'm clearly just a, a hoppy little guy. Yeah, um, on speed. Runny Babbitt. I, I was yeah. uh, I was enjoying my time in the forest until the fall of man, and now I found this ruined building which provides me shelter from the rabid, uh, uh, radiated wolves that uh, now roam the forest, searching for any morsel of meat to eat. And let me tell you, I'm pretty fucking meaty. That's bizarre that you can stick your tongue out (laughs) I don't like that at all (laughs) put put that away (laughs) I'd rather you flash your dick on the screen (laughs) I I am you just can't see it (laughs) that's actually what it's reading as your tongue (laughs) yeah exactly just I just keep slapping myself in the face. Yeah. Oh man, that's uh, horrible. 
<laughs> all right. Well, um, so first, uh, first item of business, we we all watched a movie mm. last week after the podcast. Um, would, would oh, we like yeah. to share some words about it? Uh, fascist. It was fascist. Oh yeah, uh, and I hated it. Uh, and um, there was a volcano fight. Are we? We're talking about Morbius, right? Or oh, is, I thought we were talking about North. Though. Oh right. So well, it, I mean, we he's, all, he's describing the same thing. So oh, okay. there's a volcano fight in Morbius. I know. I feel like every movie or video game has a volcano fight now. It's more, it's more like a mountain fight. Uh, was the mountain on fire? Yeah, it's implied. It's implied, implied, it, implied. Well, it, it's a movie, it's, right? It, it's in a tropical location, yeah. <laughs> so you know you... You, you can just assume it's probably a volcano. Okay, so let's go home. That seems kind of seems kind of kind of racist towards volcanoes. Yeah. Well, they uh, they they congregate yeah. together, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Lava vents. Anyways, uh, I, I don't know what you mean because my uh, my internet's breaking. Oh, that's oh, unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, it looks like you're having a stroke, which might no. be because of uh, my my foxy little guy. Uh, but I refuse to give it up. No, 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 no. Stay committed to the bit until it yeah. gets really like annoying. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, stroke I do. Fox. Um, so yeah, the Northman, uh, very, very, uh, very beautiful visually. Um, uh, a lot of, uh, neat, uh, uh, writing in it. I think a lot of, um, uh, I, yeah. I think if you watch it like two or three times, uh, uh some of the story elements kind of open up a little bit. Um, um, what would you like to relate this to, to Hamlet in any way? I mean, these are stories. Yeah. That... It... I mean, it's uh, that's what Hamlet uh, was based on. It's based on the uh, the legend of Ableth. So I mean, uh, so yeah, what, what's, it's, it's yeah. literally the same story. What the? Well, I mean, it's a little bit different. Just one's cool. <laughs> one's cool because it's got <laughs> white supremacy. <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's not nearly as mean to his girlfriend in the Northman somehow. That is true. Yeah. A little so bit guess, kinder, yeah. although he it's does like a pretty different, but he, he abandons her with two children, so that's kind of shitty. But well, I mean, he had to cut a guy's yeah. head off in a volcano, true. I mean, that's true. You don't pass just up that ruined the whole movie for everyone. I mean, yeah. it's, it's literally prophesied from the very beginning, so I don't think you can, yeah, they do, they do, they spoil it for you, they just you yeah. know, do it in a cool way. That's true. Also, we don't believe in spoilers here, you know? Yeah, That's, I was going to say... If, if, uh, if something can be spoiled for you. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, and, and I've got some thoughts on what spoilers are, which is... Um, Spoilers are only a thing if you're watching a movie that's not new or interesting or doing anything, like, worth uh, noting. Um, Where, like... You could watch The Northman after hearing everything we just said, and it's still going to be a good movie. Um, spoilers yeah. are for something like where, oh, we're watching the same True. movie that we've watched several times over, which is like, I don't know, let's put it into zombie outbreak terms. 
uh, oh, we're watching a zombie outbreak movie, and then there's a plot twist, and that, you know, if you re reveal the plot twist before you're supposed to see the plot twist, that's what the spoiler is, and it's only a spoiler because that's literally the only fucking interesting thing happening in it, is that one <laughs> plot twist that, like, barely deviates it from the rest, and really all it is is it's just kind of like a new way of saying, oh, we're doing the zombie thing, but instead of a disease, it was actually vaccine injections or something right like uh, yeah i, I just yeah, spoiled I mean, someone's are... future movie i think <laughs> right there have been some circumstances where i've cared a bit about spoilers but generally not in movies uh, which is funny um and and like no one uh, just use hamlet as an example because this is literally well, almost literally Hamlet. Uh, no one that likes Hamlet uh, or or is the type of person to like Hamlet uh, it gets invited to the theater and says, uh, "I don't, I don't want to watch Hamlet because I already know how it ends." Right, exactly. <laughs> you know. So, fuck you, nerds. Got him. <laughs> Um, Got it. Cool. So that's Northman. A uh, good movie. Watch it. Uh, we spoiled it for you. But if you believe spoilers are real, you're a nerd. Yeah. So is, that, nerd. is that a summary of our review? Four point yeah. uh, seven uh, three uh, out mean, of five stars. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's it, pretty good. It makes looking uh, or it uh, makes uh, living in a in a cave uh, covered in dirt look very attractive. <laughs> it does. So, a lot yeah, of cave so, I mean, dwelling. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So much Dirt, cave dwelling. Dirty, sweaty cave dwelling. Yeah. yeah. I give it a four point eight. I'm okay. gonna tell you what. For that, I just, for that. just wish I could crawl into one of those caves. You know what I'm saying? Because you're a fox. <laughs> oh, uh, I forgot I was a fox. <laughs> oh, I can stick my tongue out yeah. too. Oh, I don't like that. Do it. Do it. Oh wait. Let me. Let me enhance. No. Do, do it again. Oh. I want to see how fucking adorable it is. Oh my! Ugh. Uh -huh. you're, you're you're just oh you're disgusting. Um, <laughs> anyways, that is that is horrific. We have a whole ass show to get to. A uh, lot lot on no. the docket today. A lot of cyberbullying we got to cover and uh, and agree with emphatically. Um, uh -huh. Yeah. So yeah, uh, the the subject of today's podcast, by the way, is uh, cyberbullying. And uh, I've decided that we're all in the uh, the pro cyberbullying uh, side of the cyberbullying debate. Um, if anyone would like to disagree, please do so now. Otherwise, we're just going to do a bunch of cyberbullying, and you're going to feel uncomfortable. Uh, I've never gone. I've never seen it go poorly. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's I, always I been good in my mind. <laughs> you know. I'm just going to say, if, uh, if a certain supreme gentleman were bullied more, yeah, he'd have just killed one person. Which, you know. Himself. That's the joke, is that <laughs> he would be killed. <laughs> Cyberbullying is pulling the lever in the trolley problem. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Uh, cool. Uh, so we, we've got our first thing that we need to cyberbully, which is a subject that we've cyberbullied a couple of times now. Um, oh, oh. And this is the uh, the Millennium Tower, which is still a fucking problem. Of course it is. Oh, yeah. 
mm-hmm. and and yeah. now well, it's going to be a problem until it's not very suddenly, you know. Yeah, until it uh, very suddenly becomes like a huge problem, and then after a bit of cleanup, we uh, we don't think it's a problem anymore. Um, yeah, and then, and then we build a huge problem for four minutes, and, and then we uh, and then we build another gigantic fucking problem on the ruins of that old problem because we don't <laughs> learn any fucking lessons. It's tradition, man. Come on. Uh, yeah, it is tradition ever since, uh, unironically, 9-11. Uh, but anyways, um, <laughs> Never fun, fun fact, uh, 80% hmm. of existing uh, super tall structures were built after 9-11. As if mm-hmm. to say, oh, we saw one fall down. Why don't we just make a shit ton more? Um, and you can... Marsha. You know, what's that? Hamarsha. Yeah. It's um, the tragic flaw in the... Um... <laughs> In the hero that causes his downfall. Exactly. We like big ass buildings financed <laughs> with uh, blood money. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. So, uh, John, go ahead and roll this. Beleaguered Millennium Tower is back in the spotlight tonight. There is progress with the sinking and leaning luxury high rise in San Francisco. However, even as work continues with the $100 million fix, we learned that there's a nearly forgotten underground wall that could prevent the building from writing itself. Investigative reporter Jackson Vanderbecken has the exclusive story. Here at the Millennium Tower, crews are working weekdays and Saturdays to dig down on two sides to support the sinking building to bedrock. That makes sense. The goal, engineer Ron Hamburger told city officials, is to stop the high-rise from sinking any further at the northwest corner and shift some of the weight to the opposite side of the building. In theory, that should reverse some of the tilting, which new data shows has now reached 28 inches at the Fremont and Mission Street corner. But although the building remains safe, we believe the project needs to resume construction and complete this construction quickly to stop further settlement and tilting and to allow some recovery of the tilt as was originally planned. But there could be a hitch, a big one. It just creates a huge amount more uncertainty about how it will respond when you implement the PPU fix. Deep foundation expert David Williams is talking about this massive underground wall shown in this early construction photo. It's three feet thick, made of steel and cement, and built as sort of a buffer wall between the tower's foundation and a five-level deep parking garage next door on the east side. That's the side under Hamburger's plan that needs to settle and sink down once weight is shifted to straighten the building. In the photo, you can see the steel beams on that wall and above that, held in place by pieces of lumber, is a foot of soil put on top to allow the 10-foot thick concrete mat foundation of the Millennium Tower to settle down. But since that time, the tower has sunk through that soil and is nearly on top of the wall, which could prop up that side of the building indefinitely and doom any chance of reversing the tilt. So there's a lot of concerns about the fact that it may be hung up on the Sharon wall. When asked back in 2019 if the underground wall could get in the way of writing the building, Fix engineer Hamburger assured a city panel of experts that when the weight is shifted to the east, that entire wall will sink into the clay underneath it, and that will allow the tower to start to right itself. But veteran geotechnical engineer Bob Pike is skeptical. I'm inclined to think that the wall will not go down very readily. Pike says that's if the wall is sturdy <laughs> enough to handle uh, the added weight without sinking. And if so- uh, basically, uh, there, there's an old wall that they built 
uh, to keep the foundation shored up. And uh, now that the tower has sunk so much, they're pretty sure that when they try to write the tower, um, it's just going to be on top of that wall. So they can't actually write it because, you know, it'll just be on that wall and, and not have anywhere to give and go. Um, so so it might be just like permanently fucked at this point. Uh, but, you know, let's let's keep trying to do it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, God bless. Hope so. Uh, but uh, what happens if they try to lift it? Well, that's 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 the problem. Is uh, Inst- instead of writing it. Well, I, they, what if I they think try they to lift it? Left it. Yeah. What if they try to lift it instead of writing it? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> well, the wall wouldn't be a problem then, right? <laughs> yeah. Just move it left, I guess. Yeah. The, just, the Overton well, you know, window of buildings. What if we just push it over? Uh, instead of pulling it up. I mean, it might just be the angle of this camera, but does that tower not look like it's leaning from in this picture? Yeah. <laughs> that seems like a pretty visible tilt at this point. Um, oh, yeah. And, and again, 28 inches at the top. You're, you're talking about that, that penthouse suite. Uh, you used to not be able to lay an egg down on the counter, but now it's like, I don't know, 20-sided die uh, would, would probably roll at this point. Um, yeah. I I feel really bad for everyone's dildos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's, there's, there's a, a Hitachi graveyard sitting on the, uh, on the sidewalk outside now. <laughs> they just keep rolling through the window? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, all the jokes I got. Cool. Well, fuck this building. That's all we, we really needed right. to. Um, Can I take my medicine? No, I mean we got so much more desirable. Please. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, so actually, yeah, can, I mean, can I can I, I uh, can I suggest a game that we play through this episode? Sure. Uh, for each of these subjects, which we are uh, here to bully. We find some kind of stereotypical 80s uh, bully villain way in order to punish them. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. So what do we do? What do we do to the to the tower? Well, to the engineers who designed it. Well, I guess, yeah, the yeah. engineers. It's not the yeah. tower's fault. It's yeah. a piece of shit. It's its dad. Um, I don't know. We, we, we give them wedgies and maybe swirlies or something, you know, because they're nerds. Oh, yeah, was, but that's gonna be the answer to all of them. <laughs> I, I, was, I was I was thinking of more like uh like like the dramatic like uh uh m- movies where the bullies like uh put them in like the boiling ass fucking uh uh shower water. Boiling ass shower water. Yeah, yeah. sounds good. Yeah. Uh, how about um? I mean, I like the the eighties theme of. Uh, of like these rich kids uh, who were bullies who were kind of shitting on everyone. So what if we finance a way to like shut down the ski slope that all of the engineers uh, used to party at and we turn it into a <laughs> into a mining operation? Well, I mean, the, the the ski slope would probably already be fucking closed down because they engineered it to be unusable. Because it's sideways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just collapsed everywhere full of boulders. What, what if go. we were like... Oh, they've, they've tilted the mountain. Yeah, what if, we, what if we straighten out the slope so it's not a slope anymore? It's just a, a plateau. Ooh. <laughs> it's a snowy plateau that they get stuck on and s- freeze to death. 
That'd be cool, man. <laughs> that's some <that's laughs> fast bully stuff. I was gonna say since since the uh, like head engineer's name is Ron Hamburger, we could be like, <laughs> hey, hey, Ron Hamburger, where's Ron lettuce and Ron ketchup? <laughs> you know, and that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty, let's stick so. with that one. Yeah, let's make fun of that poor man's name who did nothing wrong to you. I think he's a poor man. <laughs> <laughs> I think when when he's responsible for the deaths of a couple hundred people, uh, maybe we'll we'll look at this in hindsight and think I was justified. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I mean, I I I, I will say that every time this story has come up, I've I've just pointed out that no one who's connected to it in any way shape or form uh has a real name uh and that remains true i, I do like jackson though he's uh he's a pretty cool guy the reporter yeah but isn't his last name like Dussel Duxon or something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you've actually made me forget what his real name is but i'm not going back um it's pretty much that i think yeah uh cool uh, john next link next next bully subject yeah. Oh, this oh, yeah. This lavender wearing so, uh, This is um but he smells good. Piece fuck, of what's shit. his name? It's uh <laughs> John, scroll down to see if it shows his name. Oh, I, I forget oh. this dude's name all the fucking time. He, he just oh, uh, falls out of my head. Good good to show uh, more. Come on, man. Uh, show, this man show, lives in the oh, here we go. Yeah. Uh, that, that doesn't say. Uh, it's not, this it's is not Guy McGee. <laughs> Guy McGee. <laughs> and uh, and and he's uh, he's interested in doing some uh, war posturing. Uh, oh hell yeah, this is my favorite kind of so, posture. Um, <laughs> what this is is a a uh, televised war game uh, between China and, uh, the U S uh, obviously no actual Chinese officials are, are involved in this. This is all a, uh, a United States based conservative think tank that wants to, uh, stoke the, uh, the war agenda. And so essentially what they're doing is they're, uh, showcasing what it would be like if there was a war between China and the U S uh, go ahead and roll it. Gas continues its focus on providing Ukraine with the support it needs to, in its war against Russia. President Biden will turn his attention to another region today with its own security concerns at Southeast Asia. The president will host Southeast Asian leaders at the White House as the U.S. seeks to assure our allies in that region that it is committed to their security amid a looming threat from China. The timing of this meeting happens to come as our latest episode of Meet the Press Reports takes you inside something that's never been seen on camera, a full day war game exercise that imagines how America would react to a Chinese attempt at essentially invading and taking Taiwan. Could you pause and, and, and just move back so we can see his face one more time? I This guy, every time I see him, he actually looks a little bit older in that the one uh, uh, frame that you chose. But my greatest nightmare, and I think I've escaped it, uh, by drinking myself and into an early grave <clears throat> is that um, I will be this man's age uh, and still, as he does, look like a fucking child wearing a suit. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine the life of someone who, who looks like they never grew up 
of being on your deathbed looking like a child. Yeah. yeah. It's it's painful like, to me. Like, does he just have one tiny shoulder in here? No, he's yeah. got no he's got no yeah. shoulders. He's also just like, yeah. Yeah, well, it's, but, it's and, all and, it's all suit is what he has, and yeah. uh, it's filling out where where his body has failed him. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, before and this somehow, banner came up, his his man boobs were filling out the suit. Ooh, we love that. Uh, but he's the, but he, the really confusing thing about this guy is that he, you know, he's he looks like a child, but he also looks like a child who has a gray beard, is balding, and has giant bags <laughs> under his eyes, which are, again, all qualities that I have as well, uh, except I'm a sexy fox. Right, uh, with a hoodie. But, yeah, how, but how, I, I don't know. Like, he looks eight years old to everyone, right? He does He does look a little fresh in the face. Uh, yeah. Okay. But, okay. but, like, the balding and the, the every gray. Time I see him, I'm like, yeah. But he, but he, he kind of look. He kind of looks like he grew up uh, drinking water out of a lead pipe in the ice, though. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. like like an eight year old who's had has had way too much lead. I'm loving the oh, cyberbullying, guys. This is great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and but I, and uh, I, you can feel completely justified because he's uh he's propagating uh war uh hysteria with uh, China. Um, and 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 to be clear, the only reason I'm so fixated on this is because it, i mean no one trusts news people now especially but you know it's even you, worse you'd, right? you'd at least hope that they would try to pick someone who looks like they could be an authority on literally anything you know yeah which you don't get yeah. when you look like a baby anyway that's my whole shtick thanks for listening cool yeah. uh play it john Invading and taking Taiwan. Here's a Invading and taking. As you can see here on the map is a very large concentration of Chinese. Wait. Ah. These are just fucking, what is this, MSNBC? Yeah, these are just MSNBC people jerking off over a map? Uh, no, it's, it's actually a think tank, uh, a conservative think tank that they decided to host. Yes, uh, jerking off over what is essentially a risk map. But uh, focused on the uh, the Pacific uh, theater, I've 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 decided that I, I just I want to join a think tank. I don't give a fuck about anything anymore. Yeah, that's I mean, my dream job. Think I already tank. play D and D once a week. You know, yeah. Like, yeah I can well, that's, that's actually, I can do this. That's actually exactly what I was going to end up relating this to. Uh, is this is essentially a role playing game? For weirdos who want to uh, stoke war fear and anxiety and uh, by doing such set the tone for a conflict that doesn't need to happen. Um, yeah. Which which actually brings me to my uh, thought as soon as I saw the child's face, uh, which was that I already have the perfect punishment for him. Uh, and it's the perfect punishment for, I'm sure, everyone we're going to see tonight. Uh, which is, you know, the Dante-esque one where we just give them what they want. Yeah. So let's start a war with China. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, this, this is, uh, this is essentially, I, I mean, this, this has no basis in reality because as we've seen, no. you know, the, the, the thought when, uh, you, the U S invaded, uh, Afghanistan and Iraq was, oh, we're going to crush them immediately. And then like 20 years later. <laughs> 
not that didn't happen. Um, what did happen? How did that go? Uh, not, I haven't been paying much it, attention. It didn't go as planned for two oh. decades. Um, really? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Pretty How bad was it? <laughs> not not little... great for uh, not great for anyone involved, but especially bad if you were just like a civilian in in that region. Yeah. That's pretty funny. That's good. Mm-hmm. Hey, but I, I I hear more Middle Eastern kids get tattoos now. That's a that's pretty cool. That's a yeah, that's net pretty, positive. Pretty yeah, we uh we we socially liberated them. Um, and and then the other you know like recent thing that's happened is uh you know everybody thought. Um, if Russia did invade Ukraine, it would be, you know, a pretty, uh, pretty one-sided affair. Um, obviously that's not exactly what's happened. Um, so, uh, you know, all, all this war posturing is essentially just weirdo dorks with, uh, you know, military tech and, uh, you know, like military history boners, um, trying to RP what the situation would be like and, uh, again, there there are no Chinese officials involved in this, so you have uh, an American conservative think tank guessing as to what China would do, being uh being uh responded to by uh, uh again the same American think tank conservative think tank uh, responding to this imaginary China uh, with an imaginary U.S. Um, so so none of this means anything. Uh, but you know, MSNBC is going to put it up there like this is something that that matters in any kind of strategic way. Um, so it's it's just bizarre, and all these fucking dorks should be put up against the wall. Uh, that that yeah, that's no. what I'm going to do to bully them is I'm going to put them up against the wall and shoot. Them. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I don't... yeah no these are like for for all the people that say uh, cyberbullying is bad. These are those kids that that you defend it like that where you 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 exactly. smash down that instinct to bully them. These and guys then they didn't kill themselves. These guys need to be bullied so that at the very least they don't have the confidence to put their bullshit out on the fucking news like this. Yeah, guys, this is a fucking ecosystem, okay? Got- <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, we. Maybe we can touch on this next week or something of the sort, but uh, or or worst case scenario, we trust the listener to look into it themselves. But uh, in terms of these war games and how hysterically they end up going, check out the Millennium Challenge uh, in 2002. Oh, that that was hilarious. Fucking awesome war game debacle. Uh, Like they simulated combat between the U.S. and some fictitious Persian Gulf state. Uh, and it's it's just it's one of the fucking funniest things in the fucking universe. Yeah, um, the U.S. ended up losing. Didn't they? <laughs> yeah, well, they they lost. I think like multiple times because yeah. they kept on like redoing it in ways where it's just like okay, but yeah, now the Persian uh, state is not allowed to shoot guns. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. No, they they kept having to handicap them. Um, yeah, just in in insane ways. Um, anyway. It, look it up it's so it's so so good so these are these war games i mean i'm sure in some extremely vague gestural way are useful to someone but mostly they're just they're just propaganda tools they're, in they're the really end, useful internally for, or otherwise. Uh, raytheon executives and mm-hmm. uh anybody who has stock in um raytheon uh uh the company um yeah. 
useful as as far as like actually planning a war no uh absolutely right, not right well i mean that's that's the, yeah that's more or less what i meant yeah um it's uh anyway they they rule they're very cool we should have a bunch of them and they should be filmed so we can all laugh yeah and, and that's what's problematic about this is that this isn't being presented in a way where it's like look at these fucking dorks who think they know how this oh, war yeah. would go it's uh this is a real uh 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 indicator of how this war would be and we should take this seriously and also you know like yeah, China does like continually threaten Taiwan, but that doesn't mean they're actually going to do anything ever. Um, so we don't really need to like explore whether and and like whether or not we would need to put boots on the ground if this happened in the first place. It, it's just like uh, uh, Ukraine. Uh, we're not putting boots on the ground in Ukraine for a reason. Why would we put boots on the ground in Taiwan? Um, yeah. It doesn't make any sense, and uh, you know, when when you're dealing with other nuclear powers, it might make a little bit more sense to uh, to stay back a little bit. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, play a little bit more of this. It's kind of silly. It's kind of stupid. Um, get get used to all the faces so you can bully them. Operation <laughs> Army forces at potential ports of debarkation for an invasion. We want to focus on uh, a last-ditch effort to deter. This is a time to be sending the strongest possible message to Beijing, both privately and publicly, that there will be very severe costs if they actually go through with this. China has sort of seen our reaction to Ukraine, and we want to make sure that that we're surprising them with how we react here. Hit the Americans as hard as we okay, can. Go ahead and pause it. Shit ourselves it, it, through our diapers. It's, it's D and it is D and D. It is exactly yeah. D and D. Exactly like I was saying. I, I was going to end up relating it to. And then you have that that fucking guy, this little fucking Poindexter nerd, taking notes like, "Oh yes, this is very serious. I have to take this very seriously." Uh, stop sticking your tongue out, man. Uh, but, but he's sitting there, like, listening attentively and, like, typing some things down on his laptop. Like, bro, this is a, a war game scenario. And one of the first uh, first ladies says, we need to send a strong message to China about what we're going to do. And it's like, we've already, like, we know that's not going to be because you've got the, the conservative think tank on the other side same group by the way it's just the same group of playing two different characters uh one being china and the other being the u.s it's already a foregone conclusion that they're gonna ignore any like supposed uh, uh diplomacy attempt it's it's all written into the fucking yeah. story of the dumb game they're I playing mean, they might as well she, just play she literally ends rich. up saying like let's so where, where we start uh, we're we're in the most desperate, terrible situation possible. Yeah. So we're we're just gonna start at the end here. <laughs> so, <laughs> how can we end the world? Yeah, uh, and it's also I I love I love the logic that's being used too about it's it's like the hot couch guy that's telling you about if you ever get in a fight with someone, shit your fucking pants. Hell yeah, that way man. They know you're crazy. Uh, yep. They know you're a fucking. The, the guy who's you know? never been to prison that says, "All right, when you get when you get into the slammer, walk up to the biggest dude you can yeah. find and punch him right in the mouth." Yeah, exactly. and then uh, you'll get stabbed in the dark later. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> find the guy that leads the Aryan Brotherhood and call him. Yeah. The <laughs> find find the guy that leads the Aryan Brotherhood. Call him the N word. 
slap <laughs> his balls and kick his shins. Um, and kiss him. Yeah, and kiss him real yeah. deep. So that if he kills you, you can be like in the afterlife. Oh, I think he was actually gay and into it, but he didn't want people to know. Um, yeah, a lot of those guys down here actually. Yeah. Yeah. The the the, the, the their closeted gays is that is that what you said? Yeah. I think that's what gays go to hell. Well, just yeah. I mean, closeted and otherwise, you know. <laughs> Uh, look at my happy little rabbit guy. <laughs> uh, play just a little bit more, John. Pacific, keep them out of the fight while we move on Taiwan. I would support uh, early knockout punch against Guam. I think we, we start very forcefully with a missile bombardment on Taiwan. I think we want to bring their military to their knees. The more information right, I well, found, that got ad break me more serve curious. As, uh, the natural break for this much- segment because uh, what you had was a bunch of fucking dorks uh, who, in no way, represent uh, China, saying what they would do if they were Chinese uh, military generals in order to take over Taiwan. Doesn't mean anything. Shouldn't be taken seriously. It's it's just a LARP session. That's all it fucking yeah. is. It, and I, I love I love the Chiron uh, inside a real life war game. Yes, that's that's uh, what's so in, shitty and dumb about this. Inside of my real life fantasy. Yeah, inside of my real life uh, uh, foam sword battling uh, game, which yeah. you know, hey, I don't mean to shit you, too you, much on foam foam sword guys, but you know, it's if you took it seriously as a war, please don't. You know, yeah. You know what I'm doing right now. <laughs> you guys can't see it because, because uh, I'm, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I have an avatar. Uh, <laughs> Ooh yeah, avatar, avatar two, two coming out, Ooh, guys. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm currently making out with my real life uh, <laughs> yeah. fantasy uh, Canadian girlfriend I met at summer camp. <laughs> your your real life fantasy hentai Canadian girlfriend. Yeah. She's got uh, knockers, Bagons. and tentacles. Yeah, oh, I was gonna man. say probably, probably dick tentacles too. Uh, you know, <laughs> so Kaladin in the chat is saying, "Why you gotta call me out like that?" Because I mentioned foam sword fighty guys. Oh, uh, I thought he was admitting to being my girlfriend. No, um, <laughs> you really just kind of called yourself out, man. I didn't, I didn't name you. I didn't shame you. You, uh, you called yourself out on that one. So yeah, you, gotta, you, bullied, you, gotta, you, you bullied yourself. Yeah, you gotta take that L, homie. <laughs> take that L. All right. Yeah. So um, let's go to our next uh, cool guy to bully, uh, oh. which is uh, uh, J- Jordan Peterson. Apparently, oh, yeah. had quite the weekend uh, because Friday night he barges into our podcast, uh, and then yeah. what was this? Uh, May sixteenth. So that would have been uh, Saturday, I believe. Or, or Sunday? Yeah, Monday. Monday. Was it Monday? Yeah. I don't know how fucking time works, man. I I just, I just know because uh, oh, yeah, Tuesday the was my birthday, and, uh, yep, and okay, then I yep, got yeah. really drunk alone. All right, so anyways. I, uh, I woke up in the dark uh, with no one <laughs> to soothe me, and I was confused and scared, uh, and that and, was and Tuesday. Then, and then you removed the blanket from over your head, and, and everything was fine. Yeah, and you were there, and you were there. <laughs> that was and you uh, were there. 
That was detox hallucinations. I've had them before. There. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways. Uh, anyway. uh. So Jordan Peterson has a wild weekend. He bursts onto our podcast Friday night. Uh. And and by Monday, um, he's uh uh fat shaming completely normal attractive women, um, for for being on the Sports Illustrated swimsuit uh cover. Um. Let's let's be let's be fair though. He doesn't say anything about why he doesn't like her. Just that it's authoritarian to, to think so. <laughs> yeah, and that's what's so bizarre about this. So, the, so the, uh, the 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 tweet, which I'm sure everybody has seen, and like somewhere in the region of fifty to a hundred people sent this to me as if I hadn't seen it already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love you all uh, uh, very dearly, but um, yeah, that's just what happens when you're fucking famous, bro. Not not even famous. It's when you have a podcast that exclusively like is named after making fun of Jordan Peterson. Yeah, um, I fifty think... listeners, fifty messages about yeah, a tweet. Exactly. Very very dedicated <laughs> group of listeners. Um. So so the tweet reads, uh, "Sorry, not beautiful, and no amount of authoritarian tolerance is going to change that." Hold on. Can we try this again? <laughs> but uh, I'm yeah, going mean, to invite do, him over to read it. Thank you. I just want to see it come out of a fox's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jordan, come here. Come here. All right. Thanks, man. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry. Not beautiful. And no amount of authoritarian tolerance is going to change that. You're fortunate enough so that you can believe that's not true. <laughs> Using Jordan against Jordan. Um, so, so yeah. Uh, and, and the last thing the internet needs is for three guys to verify whether or not this is an attractive woman, so we don't need to do any of that. Um, but uh, what, what I think is hilarious is what follows after this, in, in which the, the entire internet decides that Jordan Peterson is a uh, dumb piece of shit. Uh, so, uh, John, if you could go to the uh, the next link. We, we don't need to look at this link anymore, so so you're fine. Um, so, uh, this, this is a little bit later in the day. A little bit later in the day, uh, Dr. Jordan B. Peterson's Twitter says, I recently stopped accessing Twitter for three weeks as an experiment. I had some of my staff post video links, etc. It was a genuine relief. I started to read and write more. I started using it again a few days ago, and I would say that my life got worse again almost instantly. <laughs> I, I think he's talking it. about being back on the benzos. It, yeah, yeah, well, that's probably and, true. Yeah. And, and, you know, uh, he has a point. Everyone log the fuck off. Uh, I can't do it because I, I have to entertain you idiots, but once you're gone, I won't have to. Yeah, and your right. spirit will be released from hell. Yeah, so yeah. please, please, God. He, he's not wrong about Walk logging off. off, but it's it's funny about how he blames uh, interacting with Twitter as making oh, his yeah. life yeah, worse. Yeah. When it's like, no, that's Bro, the funny you... thing. It's the uh, I'm not even mad, but by the way, I was gonna leave the party anyway. Yeah, well, well, it's it's also like, um, you know, uh. I was having a good time without my gun until I decided to unlock the safe, uh, bring out the gun, load it, and then point it at my uh, foot and pull the trigger. Um, yeah. Everything was going fine until guns happened. <laughs> <laughs> 
so go to the next tweet, and and we have to link all these individually because he has no idea how to respond to himself. I guess. Um, I was so I was I was making out with this lady, right? And, yeah. Uh, and and she let out a big old toot, and I came, but I was gonna come anyway. Yeah, so it's, it's not because it's of not the because of that. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm not some kind of a weirdo. Yeah, I'm not a sick fuck or anything i just you know it was already it was already happening can't stop the train once it gets rolling you know um yeah yeah so stop calling me toot boy all right <laughs> i get it i get it but it's not it's not what happened all right it's it's funny i think it's funny i'm not mad it's yeah just please just, uh, just call just me anything else just not toot boy story now um so so his, uh, his second uh, uh tweet here is the endless flood of vicious insult uh, that that that's what he said uh, is is not really something that can be experienced anywhere else. I like to follow the people I know, but I think the incentive structure of the platform makes it intrinsically and dangerously insane. <laughs> that people let let you know what they think of you. <laughs> yeah, when when you tweet something dumb, and uh, there's uh, there's there's this word that precedes media. Uh, and and it's social media and and what I always uh, find like endlessly hilarious and uh, I love cyberbullying people for this kind of shit is when they post something and they they get a response that they weren't like ready to receive for what they post and it's like yeah. well yes it's a social media platform you decided right. to interact with the social network you have the society of that social network. And now you get to reap what you essentially uh, sowed there. Um, well, yeah, I mean, we live, we live in a, we live in a society. You live in a of, social of media fucking society of solipsists that don't fucking know or understand community, and you know, none of us here are are uh, independent of that either. Like we, in comparison to generations before us. Uh, have no idea what community is is like, and and are, are probably desperate for something like that. Like maybe maybe in the military or or, or something like that, which is why so many people kind of rely and, and dream about you know back back in the day when they were in these circumstances. And so when people are logging on to social media, they're logging into these these spaces where they can just be themselves, independent of any human being around them. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, of course, they're fucking they're they're shocked that that people are responding to them. That's not what they wanted at all. They wanted to <laughs> remain alone as they always are. <laughs> That's very true. Um, um, John, go ahead. And but go also, to, I, go, or, sorry, I, go I am starting a new Twitter just so everyone knows. Uh, and it's just going to be me posting pictures of huge cocks. Uh, and I'm just going to tell everyone how unattractive I find them and how no authoritarian pressure <laughs> will ever make me love uh, uh, no, no authoritarian uh, tolerance, not not pressure. Yeah, sorry, no authoritarian tolerance is going to make me love those veiny beasts. <clears throat> um, so this is the uh, the third uh, uh, response tweet from from Jordan B. Peterson. So I told my staff to change my password to keep me from temptation, and I'm departing <laughs> once again. If I have something to say, I'll write an article or make a video. If the issue was not okay. important enough to justify that, then perhaps it would be best to just let it go. Yes. This is like this this is like that kid that's like proud that their like mommy took their Facebook away. 
Yeah, <laughs> and it turned out uh, I had it inside of me all along to shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My mom, my mom, she's going to be looking at my Facebook and she's actually going to read all of the messages yeah. that you send. So don't say anything mean. Hell <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, and then go to the, uh, the fourth, uh, the fourth, uh, response to himself, which again, man, learn how to, uh, for a guy who spends so much time on Twitter, he has no fucking idea how to do it, which is sad because I spent like five minutes on Twitter and I know how to use it better than him, I think. Um, but anyways, uh, he, he responds to this last tweet of his with, uh, and I plan to write an article on the technical reasons that Twitter is maddening, maddening us all very soon. Bye for now. Um, so, so basically he doesn't have to, I just did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, th this is first off, this is a uh, territory that, uh, much better researchers have already covered. Um, so, so like his opinion article means what, uh, to, to this discussion, probably nothing because it's all going to be based in, I said a dumb thing on Twitter and the, uh, the Twitter community jumped all over me. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I, I don't even know how to dunk on this guy anymore because he, he I'm just forced him to kiss a girl. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, there was a funny uh, comic I saw rolling around with this uh, this uh, pretty typical looking like pinky drawn sort of guy. He had the Ashanko with the with like the communist emblem on his hat, and uh, he's holding an AK forty seven. And then Jordan Peterson is is in the foreground, basically saying, "No, this must be some kind of mistake. I'm uh, I'm just an academic or whatever." And then the uh, the tanky guy is saying, uh, "Jack off to the to the model right now, <laughs> the plus size model or something like that." Um, yeah, <laughs> great stuff. It's the only way he's gonna learn his lesson. Uh, so, uh, by Jordan the way, Peter me too. I what? That's the only way I'm gonna learn my lesson. Uh, just in case anyone wants to teach me one. Yeah. By yeah. what? By making me kiss kiss models oh, oh. <laughs> I, th yeah. I think i think they're gross <laughs> yeah uh, oh, i don't like I think... girls and there's only one way you can prove me wrong <laughs> yeah, boobs are just fat and they're messy <laughs> yeah they uh they suck um <laughs> let's, uh, let's go to our next cyberbully victim uh, because Jordan oh, yeah. Peterson was cyberbullied off of Twitter. Oh. Uh, Nina Jankowitz was cyberbullied out of the government. <laughs> More fake names, man. Uh, so, so Nina Jankowitz is this person who uh, the Biden administration decided to choose for uh, their Department of disinformation uh fuck I, I forget what the name of it it was exactly but basically um it was going to be like a uh dhs department oh it's it's the uh it's the the department of info wars uh, yeah essentially uh basically the <laughs> the department of info wars in which they were going to have this person who um is in charge of fighting disinformation and then it's like this really nebulous concept of like, well, what exactly disinformation are you talking about sort of stuff? 
um and and how are you going to enforce this or like what are you actually going to do in this role and it was essentially going to be like we're going to have some social media platforms that say <laughs> no this is wrong information here's our right information to a bunch of people who no longer trust the government already uh yeah. so really just kind of one of those things that that already like started off on the wrong foot and then like continued to uh I don't know, dance to the wrong beat. Um, but uh, so, so this is the uh, the gal that was chosen to head up um, the uh, the disinformation department of the DHS, and and this is before she was uh, she was hired uh, into this role. This is uh, this is uh, and 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 mind you, uh, she she's apparently a disinformation expert because she oh. wrote a book on the subject but it was all like Russiagate shit which is now like mostly debunked um and and you know like talking about like how russian bots influenced 10,000 people on facebook and that's why the election went to trump and not hillary sort of stuff um so really just kind of like asinine not real sort of disinformation stuff and again, you know, whenever you're talking about like these incredibly online people, which I technically belong to in a way, and I think uh, Danko, you also technically belong to. John, I no, don't man, think my, is... I only spend like twelve to sixteen hours of screen time a day. So <laughs> yeah. ultimately, it's it's John pretty it's pretty low. The, the least considered. online of all of us. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Because all yeah, this I, stuff, I, we I... we we come out of left field with all this shit, and he's like, I haven't seen this at all. It's like, where have you been, man? In the real world or some shit? <laughs> Fucking hello, loser. Yeah, I, yeah. Now I'm, I, I go outside. I get sun. I have sex. So, all right. Well, uh, yeah. keep it to yourself. I took a walk <laughs> I, I forget what word I ended up using. I was I was on a date a few weeks ago, and I said some internet word that just came out of my face. Uh, I think it was a slur. No. Uh, but it was it's some kind of internet word and this woman just looks at me like what the fuck does that mean and i'm like oh shit i have to explain i haven't spoken to a person in so long <laughs> we literally went on a road trip together you fucker <laughs> i'm not yeah. a person <laughs> we, well, we were I speaking mean... in weird code by the end of it um yeah. <laughs> i mean you, you guys like only talked in uh in the the facebook chat that's yeah, true. It's really, true. It's really weird, just like listening Facebook. in on on your conversations. Like yeah. my, my my and Mike's conversations, uh, if we're using the Facebook chat, which again, like I refuse to use, essentially. Uh, if you're basing all of your interactions off of that, you think the only thing I've ever said to Mike is poo poo pee pee poo poo shut up nerd. <laughs> yeah. Well that that and all the racial slurs. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean that goes without saying. That's more yeah. like in the real life too. Word. Yeah. Yeah. Meekle beebs. Yeah. Um so anyways, this is uh, Nina Jankowitz. Uh, again, before, before, <laughs> before she was hired Nina to the disinformation. Shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nina Jankumwitz. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, but uh, this is before she was hired into a very uh, supposedly serious government role. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and this, I guess, I must have been on her resume for it, right? So uh, go ahead and play it, John. And I'm sorry to... Oh, uh, uh, yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry that I said play it and then I kept talking. Uh, but I'm also sorry to my uh, partner who the other day had to listen to this and said, can you please turn that off? Um, <laughs> she's going to have to listen to it again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> playing playing uh, uh, hideous sounds and uh, and music is uh, it's uh, the Geneva Code allows it, right? So it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> as long as yeah. it doesn't happen for more than twelve hours. Yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead and play it. Swearing is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. Is, is she trying to get like two teenagers and like young people, or is she trying to get people in their fucking eighties? He's trying to give people cancer. Yeah, th- this is a this is a a, a parody of the Mary Poppins uh, super califragilisticexpialidocious song. Hey, you think a Jerry's ear knows what that is? No, that's that's the problem. Is uh, why would you choose this person who who has no idea who she's talking to? Chim um, chimney, chim chimney, chim chim yeah, so, Um Anyways, play, play a little bit more of this. Then we are with you. We only <laughs> make, Giuliani yeah. shared that intel from Ukraine. Oh, when TikTok influencers say COVID can cause pain, they're laundering disinfo, and we really should take note and not support their lies with our wallet voice or vote. Oh, information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So this information's already. Jesus, yeah, go ahead. What, and what, a, what a stable person. Yeah, uh, you think she so, does that yeah. in every party she goes to? Yeah, she she she's not offered fucking um, meds or anything. Um, offered a a very uh, important government uh, role um, by the Biden administration. So things are going great still. Uh, go ahead and go to the next link, John. I mean, her eyes were crazier than Hillary Clinton's. Pretty, pretty high yeah. bar to meet, too. Yeah. She's, she run, she, she was uh, star of a department that was just full of a whole bunch of drama nerds and polycules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, go ahead and scroll down. Um, I'm not sure what what happened to this link here. Uh, oh, oh you're you're oh. you're hovering over the top. There we go. Uh, so Biden's U.S. counter disinformation advisor resigns after two months on the job. Um, essentially she was cyber bullied off of the internet because people kept on like linking that (laughs) that video of her anytime she would post something or just like shut up nerd sort of stuff anytime she would uh, say something um and and then they they've also put the uh the entire like department on pause for now so uh after after two months of operation of the uh the incredibly uh uh well thought out uh disinformation uh uh, counter disinformation uh, department. Um, it's 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 all on pause, and and they don't know where it's going to go from here. Um, this is actually really cool news because it proves that we actually are in the future after waiting so long to do it. Because we live now in a moment in time where the internet is able to bully a department into not existing anymore. This is why I'm pro uh, cyberbullying. 
God, yeah. it's beautiful. It's we, so good. We need good. to cyber bully uh, ICE. Uh, uh, DHS. We need to cyber bully the presidency yeah. and the Supreme Court into not existing. Well, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of things we can cyber bully. Um, yeah. Bully endorsing cyber bullying, you know? If, Absolutely. If, if, uh, some some mean comments on Twitter and and Facebook, and maybe a couple of death threats, which I don't condone. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, officially, not, you know. Yeah, um, like don't don't do death threats, but if you want to like quote uh, things at people, <laughs> <laughs> you want to just like spit some mal quotes at people, nobody can hold it against yeah. you. Uh, <laughs> Um, but but yeah, uh, literally cyberbullied a department out of existence, um, <laughs> which is uh, That's which, so good. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's oh, amazing. It, it's yeah. it's just wow. there's there's no other way to say it other than it's amazing. Of course, uh, the excuse she gave is that she's having a child soon, which is like, but, all right, if you're having a child a, soon, you knew that two months ago when you took the job. So why would you take the job? Well, uh, Sounds like uh, she's making up, uh, <laughs> making up a pregnancy to to not have to go to school anymore. Well, it uh, it's it's kind of like what what a lot of uh, uh, shamed politicians do, which is uh, they'll say like, "Oh, well, you know, I really would like to spend more time with the family, so I'm gonna I'm gonna mm-hmm. bow out of politics for now." And and this happens with dudes all the time whenever they, um, I don't know. Uh, uh, try to uh uh have sex with someone who doesn't want to have sex with them uh that sort of thing um we'll, we'll, we'll see a, a kind of Wait, a what? situation what is they say they want to be with their families yeah whenever like a politician is wanna... like shamed in oh a, gosh a you don't sec- want to fuck i'm gonna spend time with my family no 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 when when, when like a sex scandal comes out oh about a well politician. that's actually true because their wife is just like you piece of shit <laughs> it's like i'm gonna try I mean, to it's true to marriage. Extent. um but yeah but yeah, yeah, yeah i mean yeah. This, this is like a a classic excuses uh For the sure. family yeah, yeah, yeah. is calling and i need to spend more time with them which is which is amazing and funny because nobody in the working class can relate to that at all where they're like oh yeah spend more time with family i would love to yeah. do that and i would love to just have that free choice to be able to do that but it turns out i have to work every single fucking day for the rest of my life and i don't right. get a break and, from that and uh and because it's it's working so well so far we might as well compare this to you know like what kids do in the sense that uh you know it's it's like a, a kid who's who's who got himself in shit with the other neighborhood kids and ends up saying, Hey guys, I have to actually, I have to go home. My mom's calling me. Yeah. I got to oh, spend shit, some more time with my ringing. mommy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? I think that was my mom. I gotta go. I can't, I can't fight you behind the, the schoolyard now. Yeah. Only cause my mom said though, <laughs> otherwise yeah. I'd beat your ass. Yeah. My mom's such a bitch, saving me from having my ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Uh, so that that's the uh, that's the story of Nina Jankowitz. Hopefully, we never have to hear that name again. Uh, but I I don't have a whole lot of hope for that because uh, these people have a tendency of like popping up, you know. Um, yeah, she's gonna she's gonna pop up with the same frequency that. Um, uh, Scar- what was his name? It's not Scaramucci. No, Scaramucci. That was a real guy's name. No, that's the guy from the song, isn't it? No, Scaramucci was the uh, the press secretary oh, for Scaramucci. a while for uh, Trump. Yeah, he was the. Hey, I, I'm Scaramucci. I, I, I pitch it straight. I'm the guy from New York that. I, uh, 
I really thought I made up that name for him, and it was something very similar uh, uh, no, because no. because I have a racist brain. But apparently, it, I'm a race realist. It's the <laughs> yeah. truth. Italians really be like that. It, it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not racist if you're talking about Italians. Yeah, that's true. I'm not an actual racist, by the way. A lot of good pasta down here. Huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. One of the most racist it's states authentic. in the country. Really good uh, pasta. That's good. No, no, not not in Wisconsin. Oh, in hell. Oh, yes, because the the water is always at boiling temperature. Yeah, it's a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of pasta, homosexuals, and communists. Sounds like uh like uh, I don't know early thirties uh Italy. Um yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's all right. Uh so uh uh George W. Bush did a thing which uh if uh a hundred people sent me the Jordan Peterson thing, probably uh uh I would say fifty to seventy five sent me this one. <laughs> a good one. It is a good one. Um and and there's there's uh more we should talk about than than just like ah he made a little slippy do let's uh let's dunk on him but uh you go sure ahead did. and uh play this clip John it looks like fucking George Bush's uh scout got hit by a radioactive dart yeah he's looking rough he's not using keeps that's for sure <laughs> the the new sponsor the Benzo Rehab Dungeon <laughs> not keeps. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of keeps is sponsoring us. <laughs> the, the new the new sponsor, the Benzo Rehab Dungeon. Loss. Mm. Is this loss? It is loss. John, please play this. In contrast, oh, Jesus. Russian elections are rigged. Political Unlike opponents his. are imprisoned or otherwise eliminated from participating in the electoral process. The result is an absence of checks and balances in Russia and the decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq, of Ukraine. (laughs) 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 What the fuck? Uh, yeah, so uh, that's that clip. Here's uh, you can go ahead and pause in contrast. Now. <clears throat> um, while while giving a speech at the George W. Bush Institute, uh, he he slips up and and instead of saying the brutal invasion of Ukraine, uh, sorry the the holy unjustified or the the decision of one man to lust launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq, I mean of Ukraine, uh, is what he says. Um, and then he does that little, the little laugh that 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 tell that like the whole Bush family has. Yeah, uh, because because his his father, uh, I, I forget what exactly it it was, but I think it was, um, I think he was talking about uh, the the Kennedy assassination, and like right after he mentioned it, he he did that same kind of like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like right. all of all of the Bushes, they all have that creepy. Creepy. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, uh, uh, old Bush, George W. Bush. Uh, um, or, or is it Herbert Walker? Is the old one, or is it 
Herbert Walker is uh, yeah. this one. This D- W W is uh, is is our boy here. Yeah. Okay. So uh, uh, Herbert Walker, um, he was in charge of the CIA for quite some time, and uh, probably had a role in the Kennedy assassination. Nobody can know, uh, but uh, not outside but the realm know. of possible. Yeah, but we know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, uh, so so you get uh, you know and and. Uh, this is complicated because on the first on the first level it's like oh isn't it interesting that he basically just admitted what he did was wrong on accident um probably there's there's some area of his brain that harbors a little bit of guilt uh, if it hasn't all been like uh replaced by the cia indoctrination uh like to remove any and all feeling and turn you into a sociopath um but uh you know like it it is funny but at the same time i i struggle with with how the media is portraying it as like oh silly freudian slip sort of stuff uh you know after the media like (laughs) basically led us into this war working alongside the bush government um and then and then like kind of just playing it off as like ah grandpa's slipping a little bit like we shouldn't treat this guy as like a kindly old grandpa we shouldn't treat it as something where it's just like a silly little gaff this is a guy he who gave the black lady candy yeah this, this is a guy who literally belongs like uh if not you know Tried and and imprisoned at the Hague, uh, put up against the wall and and uh, you know dealt with accordingly. Uh, talking to a room full of people who are all, uh, 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 you know, enablers of what happened in Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, another person who talked at this event is uh, Condoleezza Rice. Um, who has a huge responsibility in what happened in Iraq and Afghanistan. And then you have our current president who, uh, you know, if you look through the history of things, knew that the invasion was wrong and still voted for it anyways, uh, based, based off of his rhetoric at the time, basically admitting, yeah, what we're doing is kind of fucked up, but you know, somebody has got to do it. Right. Uh, so we have a president currently who, uh, played a huge role in uh, the invasion. We have this guy who used to be president who played a huge role in the invasion. We have Condoleezza Rice who used to be, you know, uh, uh, what was she, national security advisor at the time who played a huge role in the invasion. And, uh, you know, you've got a room full of people laughing at this little gaff, like, ah, yeah, we, we all like implicitly know that Iraq was fucked up, uh, but we did it anyways because money. Um, yeah. So- yeah, I mean, you, you know that, you know that dumb trick that like everyone knew some kind of guy when they were nineteen, uh, who would fold up a dollar bill in a funny way and show them the Illuminati message like inscribed on it. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about right. And uh, and all all those guys, you, you'd always tell them, oh yeah, that's really cool. I'm sure that the Illuminati would just like write hints on everything talking about how they did 9-11. Uh, that guy was right. Kind of. Yeah, he was, he was kind of right. Um, he was not entirely wrong. And then, and then, uh, you know, the, the effect that this has, um, 
kind of kind of actually building off of your uh guy that we all knew in college that folded up the dollar bills thing um we also all knew the guy in college who uh did really bad things to people and uh mm-hmm. everyone was just like ah that's you know that's the that's how joe oh, is yeah. sometimes uh you know he's just a little goof he's a little bit rambunctious and he gets himself into scrapes sort of stuff and uh I feel like that's how this is also being treated in a lot of respects. Like, ah, yeah, we we know you were the guy that did the illegal invasion of another country, but hey, let's let the past be the past and, you know, not focus on how it affects us now or, or how it affected, like, millions of people in the Middle East or anything like that. Yeah. Isn't it crazy that that type of thinking is almost always reserved for people that either commit rape or genocide? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, it's, uh, it's interesting. Like you don't, you don't have a whole lot of, a lot of people who are just like, oh yeah, Billy, he just steals money out of people's wallets. It's just a thing that he does. Don't worry about it. But like, keep an eye. Like you don't, you don't see that. But if someone's just like, oh, oh yeah, Petey, uh, if you go to party with him, he might rape you at night. Right. Uh, it just, it's a funny thing that he does. He just sexually assaults people. Like people really shrug that off, and then it's yeah, genocides and, and shit like that. Just yep. I don't know what it, what is it? Is it just that it's so it's so awful that people just kind of shrug it off? I, I think it's that people I mean, with, can't with imagine Bush, it's being power. But yeah, with with Bush, it's power. But I think I think it also is this thing where most people can't actually imagine being that evil, and so they they don't right. uh, they don't allow themselves to believe that this kind of evil can exist where somebody can look and feel like a kindly old grandpa but still be um you know responsible for such an atrocious war such atrocious crimes uh you know just just pure unadulterated bad evil things well i, I, mean, like, I imagine I, how cute hitler and mussolini would be if they got to be old Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with Hitler's cute little yeah. comb over, yeah, um, sitting on a porch on uh, rocking chairs. I, I, I think I just realized though what what it actually is because you know again no one no one thinks like oh yeah uh, Bob just kills the neighborhood animals uh, and it's it's the cute thing that he does so it's it's not even so much that like you do something so dire that people can't even imagine it. It's it's just that um, these people are committing crimes against people that we don't give full personhood to. No, true. Yeah. Uh, so it's just like Petey can rape people in college because you know you know women are kind of asking for it. You know, you know, uh, and uh, Bush can just fucking kill half of the population of Iraq. Uh, and a whole bunch of fucking soldiers and shit. And, uh, you know, soldiers, you know, they, they gotta die sometimes. I mean, that's what they're there for. And Iraqis are, you know, you know, they should have dealt with their, their, uh, they should have dealt with Saddam, you know? And, you know, it's their fault. They're brown. Oh, yeah, that was actually another point I was gonna make, is like, you know, uh, a lot of people are, like, giggling and chortling about this sort of thing. Um, but, you know, like while I get the the comedy effect of it and it is pretty funny, um, also consider that that this is a person who, if if we're talking in like damage done to the world and body count, uh, this is a person who is worse than Putin. Um, 
but but we would all all you know like if putin made a gaffe like this we'd be like what an evil sick fuck uh here in the states uh but since it was george w bush we're like ha ah that evil sick fuck he uh he slipped up again um i have a i mean i have an like, idea that might fix a lot of our problems so we don't actually get rid of the presidency right uh but after you serve uh, a single a single term, I, I'm not even going to allow two terms. Uh, once you serve your four years, uh, you go to prison for the rest of your fucking life, no matter what. <laughs> like you could be a great president or whatever, you just go to prison. I feel um, like this is un- unironically something I've said before, um, because there prob- there, can, prob- there can be yeah. no just. This this is why I was making arguments against Biden in the first place. Was like. Oh, you think Biden is going to fix the uh, the American war machine, the American like uh, capitalist death cult? You you think Biden is, is going to fix it? Like Biden's the guy who already belongs in prison for what he's done to the U.S. And uh, yeah. th- this is the guy that's going to fix uh, the problem that we have, which is Donald Trump, who did everything that uh, a normal Democratic president would do. Um, but he was like rude on Twitter. Uh, Imagine having to old Yeller Bernie. Uh, I would I would do it on a heartbeat. I wouldn't care about that at all. <laughs> yeah, but he, I, I was so thinking about well, it. No, the other it wouldn't day. be cute. He, he'd spit at you. He'd spit in your fucking eyes as you put the gun to his head. And I and I would still do it. Do it. Um, well, of course, yeah. I mean, I, you I was thinking the other day, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like spit in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't deal with that kind of disrespect. No, absolutely like if, not. If, we, if uh if if uh a group of people decided to get rid of Congress, the only people I would like feel bad about are like Ilan Omar and Cory Bush. And uh like the rest I'd be like, eh, take some losses. <laughs> <laughs> so two two members of Congress out of the uh the four hundred and what thirty or whatever. Uh, four thirty-five, right? Five thirty. We no. can just a, a relevant number. Yeah, I I've been drinking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I um, you're 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 picking the right people on top, uh, but they still go in the mass grave. I don't care. No, no, no. no. I I didn't say like I would try to save them or anything. I oh just no, said I, I would know feel you a little bit bad about you, it. You would never try to save two minority women from from murder. I'm being cyberbullied on my own cyberbully uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Deebs did pick the white rabbit. <laughs> I did, yeah. The white yeah. rabbit with Locked the pink in hoodie in the, and the. Uh, Suspiciously blue eye. Oh, one. No, those are black. Yeah. Pill makes you smaller. Yeah. Um, We need to cyber bully some more people. So, John, let's move on. Our next, Uh, our next target of cyber bullying is uh, Pete Buttigieg. (laughs) While Foxy Dorian gives his best O face with the tongue hanging out, which, which I only can assume is. Climax, uh, uh, related to mentioning Pete Buttigieg. Sorry, I'm back. No, I was doing my impression of all of his dogs mm. dead. Yes, because he killed them all. Um, he kills dogs. Yep, total dog killer. Uh, He's a dog killer. When, when I hear this guy talk, all I can think is dog killer. 
mean, he sound, I mean, that's just the sound of his voice. It's just the sound yeah. of a thousand dogs dying. Yeah. Um, but no. like a boredom, you know, like not like in a violent way, because that'd be like interesting. Like no, they probably no, just he, died he terribly. Kills the, of, he kills them weirdly too. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's a sick fuck. Um, I mean, he mostly he either. So, so there are three types of dog murder that I think that this man engages in. Uh, one is just shooting them. Uh, two is uh, hiring Steven Seagal to run them over. Uh, and third is that he like he ties their necks to a doorknob, and then he does some really <laughs> naughty weird shit. That's it. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Yeah. Uh, I'm and, just saying it's yeah. and uh, those, those are the Saturday night dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only special nights once a week. Yeah. I like that this filter makes it so no one can see that we're drinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody can see that. I put like 17 drinks down now. Um so go ahead and play this clip. This is uh, Pete Buttigieg uh, talking about uh, the baby formula shortage. I don't know why they picked Pete Buttigieg, uh, but but we'll go ahead and uh, uh, listen to how he replies to this question. And we'll probably pause it prematurely, but... Um, and this is... Oh, I wasn't done, John. Is... Oh, are you done now? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm done now. You can play it now. Oh, oh. Be... Wait. Now, an issue Congress I'll takes up it. this week. I know the now. I, I heard somebody say pause. It. Yeah, it was now. Dory. Start, start it now. <laughs> I think I'm going to start it now. All right. Now, president said more actions coming, but this has been ongoing for months. There were supply chain issues already. Then you have the issue with this one plant, Abbott, um, whistleblower in September, February, the recall. It's May. Why is it taken so long? And why did the president on Friday seem to say that it was new information to him? He said, if we'd been better mind readers, I guess we could have done something earlier. Well, look, the administration acted from day one after the recall, taking steps like creating more flexibility for the WIC program to help rebalance the availability of formula in the states. There are more actions that are underway, including looking at imports. But fundamentally, we are here because a company was not able to guarantee that its plant was safe and that plant has shut down. But that is the federal government's job as regulators to help ensure. As regulators, yes, but let's be very clear. This is a capitalist country. The government does not make baby formula, nor should it. Mm -hmm. Companies make formula. And one of those companies, a company which, by the way, seems to have 40% market share, messed up and is unable to confirm that. A Wait, is, is he the government person? He, he almost seemed outraged that one company fucking had 40% of the market share and yeah, it's like, so, like, like somebody should do time. something about that. Yeah. Should somebody though? A plant. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what now? Because he seems to be arguing that nobody should actually do anything about it because it's a capitalist country. And yeah. so if you're the company that has 40% market share in a capitalist uh, market, uh, you, you've earned that 40% uh, market share and, um, uh, that, well, he, that's just he, the way the market really not works. Making, he, but he, he sounded like, to me, he sounded indignant. Yeah, that he's this, not doing himself any favors yeah, with pointing out that fucking fact. It's a little bizarre. Yeah, like, it's like, well, Ben, by the way, 40% of the market share, like, it's like, whose fault is that? Yeah. Fucking yours? 
Yeah, we're only supposed to regulate them. And so we let them get to 40% of market share. It's just what we do. Continue. The major plant is safe and free of contamination. So the most important thing to do right now, of course, is to get that plant in Michigan up and running safely. Mm -hmm. And that's the work that's going on between the company and the FDA. It's got to be safe and it's got to be up and running as soon as possible. But this is the difference between a supply chain problem, in other words, a a problem about moving goods around, and a supply problem, which has to do with whether they're being produced in the first place. Now, the administration's also been working with other companies. Wow, such deep insight, Pete. Um, you mean yeah. there's a difference between moving objects and objects existing? Thank you so much <laughs> for that. You dumb fuck, you rat bitch. God, I hate it. <laughs> he, he probably can't concentrate on fucking uh, saying smart things because he's thinking about how he's going to jerk that lady's dog off to death. Yeah. Yeah. For asking him these questions. That's a, that's a Saturday night, Doug. You don't get Margaret <laughs> Brennan's dog for just any old day. Yeah, you don't just shoot that dog. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a Saturday night pup. I mean, it's, it, yeah, yeah. You, you, that's you, a, that's you, a fine scotch a, dog. Adult bookstore glory hole. Keep <laughs> playing, <laughs> oh, yeah. but it's 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 funny because uh, it's just it really. It rules because, again, being a McKinsey nerd, um, he can't help but spitting out these dumbass facts that don't actually help him just so he can point out facts. Um, I have or, 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 data. Yeah, and and it's it's facts that might be able to help him in a business meeting, both because business meetings are are primarily based off of people saying facts to fill time right and to be like no i'm actually paying attention to this problem uh that i'm texting my way through uh and and also because you know pointing out that there's a difference between supply chain and supply might actually be really interesting to one of the weirdo mckinsey guys that are trying to fix bread prices um but uh not not useful here yeah you know (laughs) <laughs> kind of it's pretty cool yeah. see right. in action play play the last nine seconds of this to try to surge their production that's led to an increase in production which is helping to compensate but at the end of the day this plant needs to come back online safely cool um so uh a couple of things to note there is uh uh pete is is weirdly smiling through this whole uh, interview yeah. Which, which is bizarre that was enough. The first thing I noticed the first time I watched this was just like, ooh, he's doing a creepy smiley thing. Yeah, so it's 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 bizarre enough that given the subject matter, he's uh, he's smiling through this whole thing. Uh, it's it's even more bizarre when you consider that uh, he is in a uh, uh, gay relationship, which has two very young children, uh, who I imagine, uh, and and actually I've seen reports. Uh, of Pete Buttigieg saying that uh, the um, baby formula shortage has has obviously impacted his family quite a lot because uh, uh, neither of the uh, uh, male identifying members of his um, uh, relationship can produce milk from their breasts. I mean, that's um, that's just that's a that's a supply chain problem on his 
part, right? right. Where, yeah, of course, exactly. there's a supply problem. There's a supply problem, which makes sense, right? Because he can't produce milk, nor can his partner. But just buy a woman. He right. can certainly do that. And I don't think he has any ethical qualms against it. No, he just doesn't. Buy, buy some women from over the border or whatever. Go to like the, the you know, little St. James. Uh, I'm sure it's still open for business. Uh, pick one up uh, and uh, and you can feed your babies. Like he's just he's just not thinking through the supply chain. No, that's a that's that's Tuesday night dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is he no, using a, dog a, milk? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, <laughs> he always he always milks it to death, though. You know, okay. <laughs> different kind of milking, I guess. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. yeah, no, this is uh, it's so bizarre, and you know, he he like explicitly points out the government should not be making baby formula, and and this is like a a case where it's like, well, I don't know, man. It kind of seems like the government should be making baby formula. Um, especially given like, uh, uh, and you know, this is like bizarre timing with, with all of the anti-abortion, uh, laws that are coming out where, you know, like economic factors are one of the biggest, uh, problems that, that lead to whether or not somebody considers having an abortion. Um, right. and, and so, you know, like let's, let's make sure that we never give parents like this government resource which would be you know the ability to feed their children um by by having the government produce baby formula uh you know we, we got to stay away from that this this is a capitalist society we have to make it bad and shitty uh as we continue to uh reduce all these laws that that uh that uh remove a parent's ability to like properly plan and choose their family um we we can't give into that we can't we can't like i don't know maybe do something good for parents uh, okay okay hold on i'm i'm getting i'm getting really sick of this uh this this bullshit that you're trying to hand the audience let me let me let me simplify this okay so um uh if you could you know choose the life of say uh, 50 to 100 babies or the existence of the iPhone what would you choose i don't like iPhones I, man I, yeah i yeah. definitely kill 100 babies <laughs> oh I mean, oh wait right? shit yeah i mean it's just yeah can yeah, i kill the 100 babies then throw the iPhone away Damn. Uh, this is real yeah, anti-natalist I mean, hours. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that, that really is kind of like how how this this works in the end. And, and in reality, it's probably like it's thousands upon thousands of babies, right? Right. <laughs> it's it's um it's a fucking nightmare, uh, and people really are just uh, subject to these uh, these nightmarishly uh, small gestures that capital gives them. Uh, and able to make these um, like non calculations and sacrifices of just incredible things, just the the things we have all lost, uh, or the or, you know some people certainly more than others, uh, simply so that we can have cheap plastic shit and 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 apps that make us miserable. Uh, you know it's. That's that's the, the the glory that this system continues to give us 
uh, whether or not it was necessary at one point in like the fucking 19th century. Um, and uh, it's it's totally worth it. And I'm really glad that people continue to kind of logic their way through this kind of thing by saying, yeah, but uh, would you be willing to sacrifice the world that capital has given you uh, simply for the lives of countless people and uh, time and human misery? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, I'd probably, it, yeah, I'd probably do this. I, I, I pray for the day in which I can throw my phone away. Um, uh, another thing to bring up. So, so Pete lays out this cool fact. Uh, this, this company had forty percent market share. Uh, there are four companies in the U.S. I, I was talking to a friend of mine who uh, specializes in baby facts. Um, I know who this is. A, a, a lady. A lady, yes, uh, who who was a mother of a child, and uh, this is something she takes very seriously. Uh, but uh, she referred me to this uh, this uh, video in which a, a uh, an expert on baby raising. Uh, I don't I don't remember exactly what her title was, but an expert on on the raising of babies and also a midwife. Uh, no, uh, not not just like a doula or anything like that. This is a woman with a doctorate in in this kind of stuff. Um, a babyologist in that yes, case. Yes, a baby, a, a babologist, if you will. A babologist. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, this 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 uh, this lady was talking, and and uh, she uh, uh, mentioned uh, that uh, there's four companies in the U.S. that have ninety percent of the baby formula market. Uh, this company that that uh, was not ins- ensuring like uh, a safe, uncontaminated environment for its production line uh, owns forty percent of it, and that's why we're we're seeing basically like a forty percent reduction in stock everywhere because a bunch of it had to be recalled, um, which which causes you know panic buying for the other brands and and you know the the whole cascade of the the uh, like just in time economy that we have uh who's this justin guy and how can we stop him i don't know man we'll work on it but um uh you know uh so so what this all leads back to is this company abbott uh that was making the baby formula um they were doing one of my favorite things that we've talked about a couple of times on this podcast which is uh prioritizing profits over maintenance uh, because the less maintenance you do, the more your profit margins expand. None of your shareholders are ever going to be held accountable for taking more profits than the company could like reliably sustain and keep the business like above board. Um, so, so essentially what happened is they wanted to make more money. They kept on making more money. This ate into the maintenance costs. Maintenance was deferred. And then you get a plant that is no longer creating uh, uncontaminated baby formula uh, in a country where we're rolling back all these rights uh, against, like, planning out your family, essentially. So it's cool. Hell yeah. Um, go ahead and go to the next link. Eat but better Mediterranean stuff. That was the ad. Um, so the House uh, passed this uh, $28 million uh, emergency funding to address uh, the baby formula shortage. Um, there, There's a note I want to make here, which is uh, 
that this $28 million is actually an FDA funding for uh, regulating these uh, baby formula factories um, and, and also uh, inspectors for the baby formula from like uh, other countries, essentially, so that we can improve more baby formula uh, uh, producers. Um, so uh, this was incorrectly reported by a lot of people as, as uh, the Republicans voting against baby formula uh, for families that need baby formula. Not necessarily true, but it's true in a way. Uh, so if we go to the next link after this. Also, it's it's I, I, I got to say, guys, um, baby formula. It's is pretty easy. The formula for babies is <laughs> yeah. uh, jizz plus a stork. Fucking. And yeah, you just come in a yeah. bird and you get a baby. Yeah, it starts with an erection and a long legged bird. There were two bills that were passed, um, and I, and I think both have actually passed the Senate now too. Uh, one bill was to provide more funding uh, and more access to uh, poor families who might struggle buying uh, the now uh, up-priced baby formula. Um, but 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 just having better access to baby formula in the first place. Um, so so the bill that like passed basically unanimously, there were nine Republicans that voted against it. Um, you can scroll down. There's there's a list of them. It's all of your your typical uh, offenders in this sort of thing. Um, so go ahead. Yep, yeah, right there. Nope. There. Uh, so, uh, representatives Andy Biggs from Arizona, Lauren Bobert from Colorado, Matt Gates from Florida, Louis Gomert from Texas, Paul Gosar from Arizona, Marjorie Taylor Greene from Georgia, Clay Higgins from Louisiana, uh, Thomas Massey from Kentucky, and Chip Roy from Texas. Uh, so, these are like your fringe Republicans who are like, no, fuck babies. We won't give them formula. Um, and I use a southern accent because all these people have a southern accent, and I don't care. Except for Matt Gates, he's got just like a pedophile accent, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, the the kind of person that would roofie an orphan that they found, which which I think he literally did. Yeah. Um, look look up Matt Gates's uh, servant slash child. Uh, it's a it's an interesting read. Um. So, did you know? Did you know that Nestor still drinks baby formula? Just tons of it. Just, just gallons of baby from, formula every day. From uh, uh, a Matt bottle that uh, Matt Gates oh. is chest feeding to him. Oh, there you go. See, we went to the same place. Yeah. <laughs> Matt gets his tits. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, nine Republicans voted against this. Uh, this nearly unanimously uh, approved bill to. Uh, help people get baby formula. Problem is that 192, I believe, uh, Republicans voted against uh, the the expansion of the FDA um, by the tune of 28 million, which is like pocket change to the government essentially. Um, and and the goal was that you know we're going to get more people who can uh, inspect and approve more uh, sources of baby formula, right? Um, so we have like the Republican party, uh, you know, basically being on board except for like a couple of fringe weirdos, 
uh, basically being on board with, yes, the poor people can have access to baby formula, uh, but then you have most of the Republican Party saying, oh, no, 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 but only if it's the baby formula that comes from the U.S. or, like, is going through approved channels. Um, the other thing that the uh, the video, the, the, uh, the uh, uh, baby expert I know uh, shared with me um, was, was that... Uh, <clears throat> um, Shoot, where was it going with this? Uh, so, like, not not only like, fuck, I think I genuinely lost the point I was getting at. Uh, you're a st- you're stupid and <laughs> yeah. bad. Yeah, you're you uh, you're pretending that you actually talk to women. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, I would he, never. He does that sometimes. Um, th- this was actually given to me by a third party. No, I, I think I genuinely lost the point that I was that I was working towards. Uh, it, it was a minor point, but but it, it was still kind of important. But um, neither here nor there anymore, I guess. Um, but basically, yeah, f- fuck these people. Um, oh, oh, wick, wick, bo- or uh, kickbacks, wick, kickbacks is what I was gonna get at. Wickbacks, wickbacks, if you will. <laughs> wickbacks, um, dude, don't say you can't say that. <laughs> yeah, you can't say that. uh but uh uh wick gives like it's it's like two billion dollars per state and kickbacks to these baby formula uh uh manufacturers um so like this this uh this baby formula is already heavily subsidized by the government to the point where it's like almost free to create and all they can do is like reap in profits at that point um and so the fact that they were just uh, diverting all this money to their shareholders and not putting it into the maintenance infrastructure necessary to create the baby formula is like an extra like insult of uh, injury to the wound. Um, because it, it's, it's taxpayer dollars at this point uh, funding the fact that taxpayers can no longer get uh, baby formula. Um so that that was my last uh, point on this, and uh, if we're ready to move on to more cyberbully victims, we we can go ahead and do that. Oh wait, no, these are not cyberbully <sighs> victims. Uh, uh, so we should bully the babies? Is were is that the conclusion we've come to here? Uh, no, we, we should uh bully dumb babies, bully shareholders. Big baby. You should be like, oh, what, what did you do? Buy some stocks and then you think you're owed money? <laughs> Nerd. Um, yeah. So this is actually just a, a depressing story. Um, the only the only thing that should be bullied here is the government, which, uh, you know, earlier on I said uh, we should bully ICE out of existence. Uh, this is a case mm-hmm. where, where uh, I'm, I'm making the point. And uh, we should continue to uh, uh, bully and cyber bully, uh, both both real life bully and uh, electronically bully ice out of existence. Um, the headline here reads, and, and I verified through this through a couple of sources, uh, but uh, New Yorkers who helped identify Brooklyn shooter in danger of being deported. So this is the uh, the Brooklyn subway shooter. Um, people who gave up their like phone evidence of the shooting and uh, you know helped lead uh, uh, the police to capturing the the uh, 
uh, Brooklyn subway shooter. Um, it turns out not all of them uh, have uh, their correct immigration papers in order. Um, and, and so now uh, they're, they're at risk of being deported because, uh, you know, doesn't matter if you're a criminal or a good person or just somebody who happened to be in the area. Uh, the police will run your records, and if they find something wrong with your records, they'll, you know, immediately just kind of defer you to the appropriate agency. And uh doesn't matter if you're, you know, somebody who's done something bad or not. Um, they, they'll deport you uh, because... Um, you know, interestingly enough, the media will will decry uh, the the white supremacist shooter that happened in Buffalo, right? Um, and then uphold this like archaic, dogmatic white supremacy, which says, "Oh, if you're not like a properly papered immigrant to the U.S., we'll kick you out of the country and ruin your fucking life." Uh, so. You know the the ongoing state violence is probably actually worse than these isolated events of white supremacist shooters, um, because you know this is this is something that happens on a daily basis, uh, whereas you know these I mean shootings happen almost on a daily basis now, but uh, the 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 scope of of the projects are a little bit different, is what I'm trying to say, I guess. Hell yeah. That's it. That's yes. all I had on that. Yeah, this place sucks. Yeah. Bad yeah. country. Welcome to hell. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, our next uh uh cyber bully target is Megan McCain. Um so uh Me- Megan McCain uh recently released this book called Bad Republican a memoir. Uh, mm. which is about her uh, apparently edgy Republican takes that got her in trouble with not only the libs, but also the Republican Party sort of stuff. Um, and uh, uh, it turns out that it didn't sell very well at all. Uh, Audible, like it sold a bunch of copies on Audible, but only because Audible uh, presented it as like a feature and anytime a, a platform like Audible presents something as a featured book, a bunch of people buy it just because it's the featured book. Uh, but like actual real yeah. sales of the book uh, was uh, 244 copies. Um, were you going to say something, Danko? And, and and also remember that that on Audible you you literally get a free book every month. Right. Exactly. So. Um, a lot of people probably choosing this featured book as their free book of the month. Um, think are you are you back? Oh no, the He's, box had a seizure. Hell has frozen over. He's fucking seizing. I think I think he's back now. Nope. nope. Maybe not. Oh, oh, he disappeared oh. and came back. Yeah, and a, and a, a bout of flames. Show, show us your tongue to let us know. That you're here. <laughs> yeah. There, there we go. All right, he's doing us his tongue. Um, so, uh, uh, this this guy named Mike Sington uh, tweets this thing out, which says, "Megan McCain's new book, Bad Republican: A Memoir, flops big time. Only 244 copies have sold since it was released on April 26. Let that sink in." 244 copies. Um, 
So we got the the typical let that sink in uh uh rhetoric. But uh Steve Schmidt, um who let's let's not uh let's not mistake Steve Schmidt for being a guy that we should uh like or think is cool. Uh Steve Schmidt is one of the fucking loser dorks that's in charge of the Lincoln Project, which was a bunch of Republicans trying to uh essentially sanitize their their name and political projects by being anti-Trump. Um, but they're still responsible for, you know, things like the war on terror, uh, American foreign policy for like the last, uh, 15 to 20 years or like 30 or 40 years in some cases. Um, so Steve Schmidt sucks, right? Uh, but, but he does this incredibly base thing, which is make fun of Megan McCain, who sucks even more. Um, so, so he replies to this, uh, this tweet about Megan McCain's book. And he says, I can explain this when I kicked Megan McCain <laughs> off of the 2000 and, and he tags her by the way. <laughs> so uh, when I kicked at Megan McCain off the 2008 McCain plane, because of her outrageous behavior, I talked to her mom and explained what was happening and why Cindy got <laughs> weepy and said, I just want to say I raised two good sons. I said, everyone knows you did. <laughs> uh, go, go down the uh, the tweet thread a little bit. Even Megan McCain's mom wishes that she hadn't been born. Which is understandable. Uh, so this is the second tweet. My daughter was three at the time, and I made a promise to myself that I would make sure that my number one priority in life would be raising a child that never acted like Megan McCain, a spotting, royaled, entitled bully. She is graduating high school next week. Mission achieved. Her, his daughter probably sucks too. Yeah. Um. Uh. Third tweet. Everyone who has ever worked with Megan McCain from uh at ABC, The View, Joy V. Behar, Whoopi Goldberg, and a thousand others have seen the unfiltered version of what the whole of America has seen. That is why in a nation of 333 million people, 247 <laughs> have bought it. Nothing new to learn. Um. And then, uh, oh, never mind. We won't keep going down, I guess. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, uh, incredibly funny to see Megan McCain getting bullied on the internet uh, by a guy who also sucks, but you know, bullies will bully. Thinko, are you back? Kinda. Can barely hear you. Uh, good. Okay, that was a yeah. little bit better. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was jerking off the whole time. Yeah, I used you said Megan McCain, and I just got all yeah, I got everything, Schmitty. Everything went red, and I couldn't stop yeah. myself. <laughs> um, so so our last uh, our last cyberbullying subject is uh, Elon Musk. Um, oh man, how are we gonna bully him? It seems impossible. Yeah, how how would we ever? And uh, will we be? Uh, accused of uh, uh ableism because we're we're bullying a neurodivergent individual didn't uh didn't he make a mini biopic like a mini documentary about how he was bullied or somebody else made it about him technically i, I hope so i i mean it's it's really hard to believe that because he he grew up in apartheid africa where his family ran an apartheid mine so if he was being bullied it was probably like uh I don't know. By other rich kids over weird rich kid things like 
I, I either that or like uh uh just the average person on the street would spit at his uh, family's convoy. Yeah, one of one of one of his literal slaves called him a cracker. Yeah, right. A honky. Uh, if he if he was bullied, uh, it was it was something incredibly benign that like he probably deserved in the first place, and yeah. definitely hasn't done anything to like uh, uh redeem himself for so. Um, we'll we'll shed our little uh, crocodile tears for Elon Musk. Um, but anyways, uh, so Elon Musk goes on this uh this thing. Um, I th- I think it was the the eighteenth. Uh, yeah, it would have been the eight the eighteenth. Uh, uh, somewhere around like noon, right? Uh, where where he says uh basically, be on the lookout for smear campaigns against me. Uh, ever since I've tried to buy Twitter. The left has just been trying to assassinate my character or whatever sort of stuff. Hell yeah. Um, and and then uh, it, it turns out that um, like three hours before he started tweeting all that stuff is when uh, Insider Edition reached out to him for some comment on some sexual harassment stuff that he did. Um, <laughs> uh. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, uh, this headline reads uh, Elon Musk's sexual harassment report stirs furious debate on Twitter. Um, go ahead and scroll down just a little bit to the uh, body of the article. Um, a Twitter war has been waged amid a report that Elon Musk allegedly offered to buy a horse for a flight attendant in exchange for an erotic massage on the tech mogul's private jet with his aerospace company, SpaceX later paying $250,000 to settle her mis- sexual misconduct accusation. How much does a horse cost? Is it more or less than $250,000? Less, I'm less not a than $250,000. Yeah. Um, what if it's a really nice horse? <laughs> I, I don't I don't think uh, there's... If, if, if I have four of the best horses, can I be a millionaire? Uh, I don't know. I think John's about to find out horse cost. Horse yeah, make sure you spell cost. <laughs> Horses can cost anywhere between five hundred dollars to three thousand dollars, depending on their pedigree, performance oh, record. That one says ten thousand. Good... I'm sorry, what? That one says ten thousand. Right okay, there. well, yeah, it's I mean, a ten thousand dollar horse. There's a there's there's some very expensive horses. Yeah. So all all he, he could have bought twenty five do... really good horses. Yeah. Uh, twenty-five really good horses, or no, two hundred. No, that's a two hundred fifty thousand. Two hundred fifty. Two hundred fifty really good horses. That's a two hundred fifty horsepower uh, sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so the interesting thing that's happening here is, um, uh, Elon Musk. Uh, you know, Insider Edition reaches out to him. Uh, for for a comment on the story that they're going to release uh, about this, this sexual misconduct of his. And uh, less, less than three hours later, uh, he essentially uh, says, watch out for smear attacks on my character. Um, uh, claiming that, that this is the left trying to uh, uh, back him out of the Twitter deal that he's definitely going to go through with. Um, Oh shit! My mom's calling me back home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, my mom's calling me back home. Energy uh, and and uh, you know, 
So uh, he, he's blaming this all on like left smear campaign sort of stuff. Um, and, and how he knew this was going to happen all along. Uh, but it's really bizarre because this accusation comes from four years ago. So somehow four years ago, he knew that, uh, well, also his company paid $250,000, uh, to, to, to stop this, uh, this, this, uh, this suit against him. Um, but like even back then the left was ready for, for his Twitter, uh, takeover and, and they were already, uh, sowing the facts, uh, to stop him from being able to take over Twitter. Um, it's, it's really, really cool, big brain stuff that Elon Musk is doing. Um, and, and this is working on, on his weirdo simp army of, uh, like terminally online people who, uh, also need to be bullied quite a lot. Um, Oh yeah. More than almost anyone else, frankly. Yeah. Yeah, Elon Musk uh, people need to be bullied like super hard. Yeah. yeah. Um. So so then we also have this uh this this Twitter exchange uh which is on the next link, uh which is uh hard hard to describe. But uh yeah, go ahead. So so this uh this person named Tara Bull, eight oh eight on Twitter says, "Where were these wild accusations against Elon Musk before he took a?" stand against the establishment and uh his stand against the establishment is um now he's gonna vote republican and uh he's trying to take over twitter so that he can encourage free speech um i don't think this person knows what establishment means yeah and and yeah. then he's uh he's really standing up against the bourgeoisie right yeah um so so elon musk uh re replies with exactly and then um if you could go down uh john in the comments oh no did it get rid of the comments okay okay click click on that uh that that tweet from uh tara bull um oh this one yeah just click on that Ah oh, man, there there was a whole thing where um and it keeps getting lost in the comments, I guess. But uh basically uh he he lays out this this uh this this metric, right? Which is this this report comes from a friend of the person who was actually sexually harassed. And uh he he notes that uh this person doesn't describe any part of his dick. Uh, any tattoos or scars or blemishes or anything like that, um, and and that's his method of yes, very that's how fucking all of my bizarre. exes uh, identify me. Actually, they're all talking about you know that uh, that scar he has next to the tattoo next to the blemish on his cock. Uh, that's that's Danko right so, there. So his, yes, his entire argument against this accusation. Uh, which again has the backing of uh, his company actually paying two hundred fifty thousand dollars to this person. Um, his argument against it is they don't describe my dick at all. Ask them to describe my dick. I bet they can't describe my dick. Um, and and so essentially what it boils down to, and I I forget the name of the tweeter, but uh, I guess this was lost in the comment storm of of Twitter. And Twitter's just shitty, so you know. These things get lost all the time. But yes. one of the one of the funniest replies I saw was, 
oh, you claim I sexually uh, harassed you? Name five weird things about my dick. Um, so, five uh, greatest anime betrayals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, e Elon Musk still stuck. Sucks. Um, and sucks. Uh, Elon and, sucks. <laughs> yeah. More like Elon sus, am I right? <laughs> got him, we got him. Yeah, yeah we got um, him. But yeah, anyways, uh, that, that's our cyberbully episode, I guess. Uh, oh. I didn't have a good okay. way to end this, man. I'm sorry. Um, Thank you. Before we go, do you have any pitches? Uh, um, those aren't words. <laughs> I'm, um, uh, we're starting a new bullying workshop, uh, yeah. <laughs> teaching you how to, how to bully kids and adults as if they were kids. I'm, I'm actually uh, so. thinking about getting back on Twitter and by back on uh -huh. Twitter, I mean, uh, I have one Twitter account, uh, which I, which I reserved because I didn't want somebody to take over the Benzo rehab name. And uh, like post silly shit, I wanted to make sure that somebody uh, was in charge of the Benzo rehab name on Twitter, uh, posting hateful, hurtful shit. But anyway, yeah, go on. you know how many people would be desperate to fuck us over because because we have all the haters. I'm oh haters. man, someone's gonna someone's gonna make a dank to Les uh, Twitter. Oh you God, I'm have fucked. Now I have uh, uh, a underscore organs. I got. I got. Oh, well, yeah, Follow no, me no, on no, Twitter, no. guys. You got it. You got to. I overshare name, and make bad jokes. I'm stupid. I'm a stupid guy. Anyways, do you have any pitches? Uh, yeah. Uh, the same shit I always say. So I'm not even gonna say it. Fuck you. Go away. Uh, yeah, patreon.com slash Trincata, T R U N C A T A. <laughs> Please check us out. We're doing a fascism workshop where we're returning to that next week. Uh, and uh, we're also doing an eroticism workshop. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, that's that. being hosted by someone that's not me. So that should be comforting to you. Uh, and um, that's, that's it. It's five bucks a month. Uh, you get all sorts of stuff. Mostly you get to hang out. Uh, which is worth money. It's not. <laughs> it's not. But it's good. It's a good time, and uh, people should look into it. And uh, we would welcome more more faces into the workshop, of course. Um, yeah. uh, also, I'm uh, I'm going to be on the Joe Rogan podcast uh, no, this not. weekend. Uh, so if you guys want to check Shut out a six hour conversation sexy between me fox mouth. and uh, someone slightly smarter than I am. Uh, then check out the, the Joe Rogan podcast, the Joe Rogan experience. Uh, we talk about race realism and whether or not foxes are real. Uh, spoiler, they are, but they're inferior to us. Man, really hard to read your face when you yeah, look like that. When, yeah, when you look like a fox. Um, cool. Well, I'll go ahead and give my pitch as usual. Uh, the uh the benzo rehab dungeon is and always will be a free broadcast um if you would like to support this broadcast you are free to go to patreon.com slash benzo rehab dungeon donate however little or as much as you want to uh it won't get you anything special i i am very clear and explicit about that 
but but it will uh, make me your friend for life, probably, unless you do something shitty and then I like have to give you up. Um, otherwise, we we have a Discord, uh, which I would like to see more people on. Uh, uh, the the link is in the bio. It's in the link tree that I always post with the uh, the episodes. Um, would be cool to have some more faces in there. Uh, it's kind of died down a little bit lately, but uh, I, I think we can have a rejuvenation. Um, we also have a, a cow in the Zoom sticking its tongue out, looking like it wants it, if you know what I mean. Um, otherwise, as always, we love you. Please take your medicine. Please take mine, Moo. Oh, God. Oh, God. Save some for your friends or don't. Fucking probably not. Yeah. That's cool, man. All right. I'm putting us on on silent for a minute. Um, What? So we can say anti Semitic things. I'm just kidding. The audio is still recording, but I'm going to shut it off now.